Um, I wanted to ask you about Dante Scarnecchia. Um, Tom Brady said on the radio yesterday he's got to be the best offensive line coach in the history of the NFL. Uh, for someone that works as closely as you do with him, what makes Dante um, you know, such a highly regarded offensive line coach? Scar is uh, he, uh, he's, he's an extremely hard worker. Um, I don't think anybody works harder than him, and we have a lot of guys that work hard here. Um, he is incredibly well-prepared and detailed uh, in his preparation for his the opponent and in terms of his preparation for um, the players that he's responsible for coaching on a daily basis. Um, he's extremely thorough. He's a great communicator um, and a great teacher of the fundamental aspects of the game of football. And, you know, uh, any player would tell you that in order to be good in this league, you're going to have to be good fundamentally and technically. And uh, nobody's a better teacher um, you know, that I've worked with on that stuff than Dante. Um, he's a great uh, part of our staff. He, you know, he's, he's helpful in every way to all the assistant coaches that, you know, that work with him. And he's a competitive guy that wants to do, you know, well in every area that he's responsible for and does anything and everything he can to help us win. So um, I can't say enough about the type of person he is, the type of coach he is, what he's meant to me and uh, the other guys on our staff um, and me personally throughout my entire career because I was young when I came over here on the offensive side. I've learned more from Dante than I can possibly describe. So um, just a great Great teacher, great person, great, great football coach. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, next question will be Mike Battaglia, followed by Rich Gardner. Uh, thank you, Stacy. Afternoon, Josh. I wanted to ask you about, in a game like the Super Bowl, when you, unlike the playoff bye week, you know your opponent, you have two weeks. When you're going over details, how important are going over as many details as possible to what uh, the Rams defense is going to throw at you? And how helpful is it to have a guy like Tom Brady who's been through this so often to, like, process and prioritize those details? I think that's one of the um, challenges of this preparation is to be well-prepared but not overdo it. Um, you know, there's there's really – only one other situation that you can compare this week to and that's always and that's even you know a stretch to say that and that's the first game of the year where you have so much time to prepare for the opponent because you're not really sure what they're going to do uh this this one's the same thing you got a lot of time to prepare for them but um you got to be be careful because <clears throat> you start getting into uh over coaching and uh, too much information and and you overload the players, and now we're not playing fast and aggressive. We're we're thinking and trying to do too many things that are out of character or not in our nature. So um, I think you want to try to strike the right balance um, with them like you do every week. You just have more time, so you just got to distribute it properly. Make sure you don't overdo, you know, too many things in one area um, so that they know what to do and, go, and can go out and do it, you know, properly the way that you'd like them to. Uh, that's really the goal. So, um, obviously, Tom has experience in this situation. We have a lot of players that have experience in this situation as well. 
So, um, you know, that doesn't really much matter, I don't believe, this week. Uh, what matters is how well we prepare this week for this opponent, who's the best team we've played all year, and, you know, uh, what we're able to do, you know, in, in 12 days, you know, out there on the field in terms of performance. So um, that's what we're going to strive for, and hopefully we have a great two weeks of preparation and go out and play our best game of the year. <clears throat> Thanks, Josh. Mm-hmm. Next question will be Rich Garvin, followed by Ben Volling. Josh, I'm just wondering, uh, you converted a, a trio of third and tens in overtime the other day. Obviously challenging plays, and I'm just wondering what you saw when you looked back in the film about how you're successful just not once or twice, but all three times. Uh, that's not a situation you really want to be in a whole lot. Um, statistically, it's very low percentage you're going to convert those in our league. Um, you know, so normally when we're in those situations, we didn't do too well in the first two plays of the series, uh, or the sequence at least. <clears throat> um, so we want to try to stay away from them as much as possible. But, you know, we did have um, a few of those come up the other night, and the guys did a tremendous job of executing. Um, you know, when you have to get 10 yards or more on one play, you know, uh, and the defense knows it, you know, it's a challenging situation because they could do whatever they want to try to stop you or disrupt you. And you can't afford to, you know, throw the ball short or, you know, throw it, you know, throw the ball away or take a check down and gain four yards. You know, it's not like a first or second down play uh, where you have another down to try to make it. Um, so I think it just comes down to, you know, in those situations, you got to call something that you feel comfortable with, and then the guy and and, and that you know that our guys know how to execute well. And then trust trust your guys to go out there and do it. And they deserve all the credit in the world. They they went out there under pressure and and made some huge plays in those situations. I think it started with our pass protection. Um, you know, the offensive line, the tight end, the back did a really good job of of really securing the pocket and giving us some time to survey the the field in those situations. Because if if you need to convert on a third and long, you're going to have to hold the ball just a little bit. Um, when they they did a good job of that, and and then the guys you know ran routes to win, and and uh, in all three cases uh, we had to make tight throws and tight catches. So um, those plays always come down to player execution, and I thought our guys did a really good job under pressure in those situations. Great, thank you. Mm-hmm. And it uh, looks like the last question will be Tom Kern. Go ahead, Tom. Hello. Got me. Yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead. Oh, my God. All right. I thought Bowen was up next. Uh, hey, Josh. I have a question. Hey, Tom. About, uh, the value of running backs and how valuable Sony Michelle has been to you this year. Um, because I think oftentimes we get into a conversation of, well, anyone can do it. You can fuck a guy anywhere and pop him in there. And kind of in a way, C.J. Anderson has done to a degree with, with the Rams. But what has Sony brought to you that you didn't have? Well, I I think, you know, we've always had kind of diverse backs here, you know, um, going going back many years. We've had guys that do different things well, but we've always also tried to have guys that could do, uh, can impact the game, uh, not only in the running game, but in the passing game and protections, and in many cases contribute in some way on the, you know, on special teams. So um, I think Sony's a young guy that, you know, he's he's got a good run style that's really um, 
allowed us to, you know, be a physical football team. And um, he's a very, very willing uh, participant in blitz pickup. Um, I don't, you know, he's a smart guy. He understands what his assignments are, what his rules are uh, when we put him in those situations. Um, he can play in the passing game. We don't have him do that too many times, you know, because the other other guys do a good job in their roles as well. But, um, you know, he's a he, he's a competitive kid. He practices hard. Um, football is important to him. And he's been able to add, you know, uh, another element to our room in terms of his toughness and his play style um, that we really enjoy. So, um He's got he's got tremendous mentors in his room that he's learned from. Uh, I would be lying to you if I told you that Sony wasn't a better player now than he was when we first got here, and a lot of that has to do with uh, Ivan Fears and the room that he's in. Um, you know, he's really taken note of that and and become a much, you know, a much better football player as the years progress, which is what you hope for with all rookies. It's just a quick follow on that is. You know, he only carried more than 20 times on the ticket during his college career at Georgia. And Jeremy Hill was good enough in the preseason to look like, okay, he could be your LeGarrette-Gwant type plowback, for lack of a better word. Um, has Sony opened your eyes in his ability to, to take on a workload like he has? Um, I... I don't think that's a I mean, I don't think we ever predetermine what the what the roles of the backs are gonna be. I think that what Sony's done is he's taken advantage of some of the opportunities that he's had and he's certainly done the done the best he, he can do with those opportunities. Um you know, and I I don't think we went into the season saying that this was gonna be the way that it was gonna be and as you saw the other night, Rex ended up in there, you know, a few times down on the goal line, as did Sony. So, you know, we, we would like to have our backs be uh, in many ways interchangeable. And, you know, we all know that they have maybe a slightly different role, but um, they're in the same room, they're in the same meetings, they're learning the same information, and, you know, they're responsible to go out there and be able to perform in those roles if somebody were to be injured or hurt or not active for whatever reason. And, I think that Sony's role has just kind of developed as the year's gone on. You know, he missed some time earlier in the year, um, you know, and, and he's just continued to work and develop as the season's gone on. And, you know, again, I think he's just like the rest of our group. Whatever his role is on a given week, he embraces what it is and studies and prepares to do the best he can on game day and then goes out and gives us everything he has. And I think that's all you can ever ask of, of any player. And uh, he's certainly, um, you know, a good example of that for a young guy. And Rex, was he out there just because of his versatility and the things that he could do in terms of if you had to move or change or anything? Or was that related to the number of carries Sony had already had? No, just, I mean, we, like I said, we, we went into the game planning on playing multiple guys. And, and most of the time we played all three on the same drive at some point. Um, you know, there were a couple instances where that wasn't the case, but, Nothing, nothing in particular. <clears throat> All right, thank you. You got it, Tom.